0: This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IP Livecast. Dave Ellefson thinks it's pathetic that Dave Mustaine is still bitching about Metallica. If only Mustaine had an easy way to relieve stress. Like, I don't know, maybe pleasuring himself in front of fans. Oh, right. Our IP live cast starts. Now.
1: Oh no she did it! Oh yes she did! Shannon St. Mainframe coming in hot That's his next cameo that Dave's doing <laughs> <laughs> Dave Mustaine Which Dave? Oh, yeah. I was uh, going to say it. Yes. Welcome yeah. to RIP Livecast. We are coming in hot Spring is in full effect here in the northeast And Sid is on location In the southwest
2: That's right A Little uh, uh New Mexico trip we're, What part of New Mexico Las Cruces Ar- Home who, of Las New Mexico Cruces State Mexico. University he I know used. you went
3: there before, and and you um, you visited the Breaking Bad sets, correct? That was
2: the Albuquerque. That was uh, right, right. I just yeah. went to New Mexico, yeah. but so yeah, this is,
3: so you're going to eventually hit all the big cities in New Mexico.
2: Well, wherever my brother-in-law moves, we'll just follow him around. That's basically the reason we come here. I ah. will say the Mexican food, mwah, top-notch, fantastic. Can't well, it. is it
3: is it better than in Mexico because it's New Mexico? Maybe I have, I can't
2: compare. I've never been to Old Mexico. Oh, really? Though I do miss the Old Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, I we uh, went to a Japanese restaurant yesterday, and I I did order some sushi, and afterwards. Oh. After I placed the order, of my brother-in-law I was like, "You know, this is like a very landlocked place. It's not like <laughs> this is going to be the fridge. Just prepare yourself because the fish is not going to be the freshest." Yeah, and it Fresh. was not. It was among the worst sushi I've ever had. But mm-hmm. I have, I haven't been sick, so that's good. We'll say. That.
1: I like that it's among the worst. Meaning you've had you you you've can eh, think you of
2: know, worse like, right I'm here sure in that, New York City. Yeah. There's probably been like you know, convenience store level sushi that I tried at some point mm. that was not great. And I, the th- they did uh, try to New Mexico eyes the sushi. Like the big thing in New Mexico is their chilies, the red and green chilies that they're very proud mm. of. So some of the sushi items had like green chilies in it. Mm. I was like, I'll get that. Maybe that'll be better. Nope. Have you seen any adobes? Oh, yeah. I mean, all the houses are in that style. The tallest Adobes
3: in the world, but it just don't feel the same.
2: (laughs) They're not very tall. Like two stories is about the biggest I've seen. But
3: they are the tallest in the world. All right. Fair enough. It's like the tallest little person.
1: All right. (laughs) <laughs>
2: uh, I'm just, curious
1: about the the Mexican food, the good Mexican food you had. Tell tell me really what good. are some highlights? What what was what stands out compared to you know New York, which I think has almost underrated Mexican food because I feel like people people knock it.
2: Again, the 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 use of the chilies mm. in everything is very good. They have a nice uh, chili con carne with like potatoes and beef, and it's like salsa verde in there with the green chilies. That's very good. Basically, everywhere we go. With the Mexican food, I've been getting, like, the combinations, which just gives you a little bit of everything, and I just gorge myself. It's very tasty. It's enchiladas and taquitos and tacos and rice and beans. It's all really good.
3: Sounds great.
2: I think today we're going to have a home-cooked meal. My brother-in-law, we're in town because he's graduating from a electrical engineering program at New Mexico State, so we're going to go to the graduation in a few hours. And then I think, even though it's his day, he's going to be cooking for us. And he's a very good cook, so that's going to be nice. But that—that's my weekend.
1: That sounds like a fun weekend. Uh, more fun probably than uh, David Ellison was having. I'm uh, because...
3: really the first I've heard of this, so I'm very excited.
1: Oh well, let me let me load up the story here. Uh, because this is pretty good. And also, I give Blabbermouth a lot of credit. They they composed an excellent uh, thumbnail, like an excellent featured image. They look like
2: they're wearing the same shirt.
1: Yeah, almost. Almost. <laughs> it's well, because uh, uh, Mustaine is wearing a Megadeth shirt, and this uh, isn't a Megadeth. Of course he is, by the way. Of course he is. And Ellison well, nowadays
3: would never wear a Megadeth shirt.
1: Right, and if you think about it, it makes it's very uh, in canon for Dave Mustaine to only be wearing Megadeth shirts because why would he advertise another band? I guess he would advertise a band that his son Justice is managing, but now, wait I can't see him advertising any other band. Now wait a second, Rob. You did you say
3: he's only wearing a Megadeth shirt? Uh, do we have this on good authority? Is his penis out at the moment? Oh, I, I just
1: mean I just mean. Uh, uh, as a top, ah, t shirt, he'd wear nothing he but Megadeth
3: shirts as far as shirts go,
1: right? Right, like right. he'll wear a button down or, uh, you know, like a problem. I'm sure he, I feel like his wife buys him like those dumb $800 Balenciaga uh, type shirts or whatever, uh, but. I, I don't think that uh, he's wearing like he's certainly not wearing a Metallica shirt. Well, we uh, don't know would that. he wear would, would he wear an Anthrax or a Slayer shirt? Probably not. What? Well, who would he wear? Exodus? Like whose shirt is Dave Mustaine wearing? I think when he has like he acts out his humiliation fetishes, he
3: might be wearing a Metallica shirt.
1: No, I I can't imagine him, not in public. He, he wouldn't. I can't imagine anyone on his crew is allowed to wear a Metallica uh, shirt.
3: No, I'm saying when he goes in his like in his home and beats off in a corner somewhere.
1: You yeah, he, at home. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, there's probably, okay. This makes sense. He's also wearing, here he's wearing a Gibson shirt. Ah. He's wearing his his endorsements. He got paid to shirt. do that. He's on the, right. the largest podcast in the
3: world. He probably was, yeah. they
1: paid him to do that. That doesn't count. Well, he recently just signed with them in a, in a controversial deal. Why, Why it is it controversial?
3: Count? Because
4: he, he, on <laughs> oh.
1: he started shitting on his, uh, he started shitting on his previous, his uh, previous brand,
2: which was what Jackson.
1: Uh well, no, ja- it was Jackson. Then he went to Dean, mm. and then he's recently left Dean to go to Gibson. Sid, how the hell do you know that? You can tell <laughs> guitarists apart. Oh no, because no, Noah Noah had a Jackson yeah. because of Dave Mustaine. I think that's how. To, Probably. He was, well, he was right here. Sort of Why don't you let
3: him answer? Jesus Christ, Rob.
1: No! I answer, Rob! <laughs> God. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm trying to find not too many shirts of him wearing, uh, not too many shots of him wearing a t-shirt. The rest is just like him in you know, like oh, a button down. or. He's very stylish. Okay, I guess here I, I, I put into the search quite literally <laughs> Dave Mustaine wearing a t-shirt. And uh, here he is, as a kid, wearing an anthrax shirt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here he's wearing some Russian shirt. Yeah, what does that say? Svoboda.
3: Oh, Svoboda, like Ron Svoboda of the New York Mets.
1: <laughs> it's like to free. No posers and an. Oh my Six. god! It's kiss.
3: Take that shirt off right now.
1: <laughs> Gangrene.
3: <laughs> he's like the
2: Jets. No. Yeah. But see, these it's are all old shirt, Boston hardcore band. Good. I figured it.
3: That it's funnier that yeah, it was a Jackson. Yeah, Oh, a Sam that would Mason be very shirt. appropriate.
2: Oh, look at this little Sam snooty Hay. face he's making.
3: He's like resting smell the fart
2: face. <laughs> oh, there he is. See, he's in a Jackson shirt right there. See? Oh, oh yeah. boy.
1: That's an old one. <laughs> okay, here's a relatively newer. Is this a Motley <laughs> Crue shirt? No. I don't know what that is.
3: That's that's loudness. Uh,
1: no, I don't know. I'm kidding. This looks like an Affliction shirt. <laughs>
0: Oh God. Great
1: band. <laughs> and here he's in a megadeth hoodie. <laughs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> uh to the story. <laughs> yes. Love that it's Ellipson being serious and Mustaine being like, What the fuck are you on? <laughs> what are you what are you going on about? Uh, So in a new interview, I'm so blown away by David Elveson's lack of self-awareness. Then again, I also uh, understand that, you know, all he has going for him is agreeing to do interviews and saying something, quote unquote, controversial that right. a site like Blabbermouth will pick up. So he gets some publicity. So maybe somebody sees in that story that like, oh, he's actually putting out new music. Let me hear how embarrassing this is. Oh, it's yeah. actually very embarrassing. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> I feel <clears throat> that's probably it. Shifty Shortcake mentions Dave Mustaine is responsible for 43% of all Megadeth t-shirts yeah, It's like the right-wing
3: uh, book welfare, when they, they put out a book and all the like the right-wing uh, think tanks buy up all the books, so it looks like they have big numbers, you know. That's right. what Dave's doing. Got to buy my own merch.
2: No one else is going <laughs> to buy it. It's 2023. Does he pay full price, or is he going to get a cost? Good question. Mm, probably he probably
1: pays full price because he can afford to. Because he again he wants to, those sale numbers to look good. And most of that money comes out, back to anyway. him. Yeah. 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 So uh Ellison was interviewed by Brazil's Heavy Talk and was asked before he was fired from the group. If he had spoken to Dave Mustaine about a solution. Now, uh, for those of you who were living under a rock <laughs> as to what happened, which, by the way, lucky you. <laughs> May twenty twenty one. It's been two years. I feel like these two years just flew by. Uh, yeah. By the way, they the, really uh,
3: slow for
2: Ellison.
1: Yeah. He's still. <laughs>
3: it, it, every day stretches out to the horizon. No, the, the mag, by the way, I just want to point out, the magazine Heavy Talk is about people in their 50s who've put on, like, 40 pounds. And, and Dave Ellison didn't know. He thought it was, like, heavy music, so he agreed to this interview. All the questions were about their... Um, Oops, sorry. All the questions were about their uh, his uh, weight gain,
2: unfortunately. Very puffy. Is he, he only man. in his 50s? Oh, wow, yeah, 58. That's I'd expect 60s.
3: Yeah, he looks it, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm right up, all on top of every, all of these guys' uh, ages. Oh, be careful! I purposely crafted <laughs> the that top. sentence <laughs> that way.
1: Uh, so, uh, when asked if there if he spoken to Mustaine about a solution before he was fired from the group, uh, Ellison responded, "I got one call. You fired. <laughs> uh, fired. Uh, hold on. Let me let me say let let me do this in my Ellison voice."
0: I got one call. You're fired. And I said, what the fuck, man?
1: That's not what he sounds like, but it's just like what it is in my head of like,
3: you, <laughs> you squeaky, know? Man. squeaky man. What the
0: fuck, man? <laughs> Some shitty fucking people just dropped a bomb on my house, and that's it? It's not even true. It's fucking bullshit. And wow. this is how you treat me? <laughs> It was non-negotiable. I mean, I asked. I said, I'm going to take care of it. Let me deal with it. And it'll be fucking done. We'll be ready to go on the road in two months and everything will be fine. And he it sound- was. He sounds <laughs> like
3: uh, when Trump is in his persecuted voice.
5: And they talk to this woman. They don't even know who she is. They put her right on television. and right on television. They don't know who she is. You say it. She could say anything.
2: <laughs> Little known fact. It was E. Jean Carroll's granddaughter. Oh. that outed Ellison. Oh, no! <laughs>
1: that, that approached him <laughs> online that, all those months ago. Yeah. You listen uh, to it for
5: two seconds. She's saying crazy things. Makes no sense.
1: Uh, but Dave they,
0: they didn't want to know about it. I think he was getting...
1: Dave <laughs> uh, <laughs> <that's enough. laughs> didn't want to know
0: about it. I think he was getting pressure from some of the other people around him, and it's too bad it went that way because it was really nothing. I took care of it. And then once the word came out that I was fired, then it turned into this big fucking thing, which quite honestly was very damaging and very hurtful and yes. not fair.
3: Dave's the victim. Dave Ellison's the victim here.
0: I'm glad I don't have that fucking amends on my shoulder because that was fucked up.
3: You, hear, I don't have the what on my shoulder? Amends.
2: That dude, I don't think he's using that word right. <laughs> I guess he means like he doesn't envy that Mustaine will have to make this up to him at some point. Oh, I guess I could, guess. or make it up to God.
1: Oh,
3: he'll have
2: to answer to the Lord. How exactly did he take care of it? He says he took care of it. What does that mean exactly?
1: Uh, well, I think <laughs> by taking care of it, he means he sued the woman. <laughs> oh, uh, for for whatever, because uh. Or he sued because it was revenge porn because the the person leaked right. the video of him jerking off, which is illegal. So he paid her uh, off. Oh, she no, not the, paid her. The settlement. Well, no, what I think happened? The settlement was, was, was,
2: was she had to send nudes back to him.
1: Now, ah, uh, <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Apparently. So it wasn't the person that he was interacting with that leaked it. It was that a friend of that person's, uh, and then she published it without the per- person's consent i guess so he went after this friend who uh posted all of this information and i don't know i guess in his mind he's vindicated because the woman was of age uh like nothing of the fact that he's married and right. he's you know like technically uh, and, legal <laughs> yeah even though he's a person of god uh so I anyway, have to say I get very
3: nervous when I get very nervous when Dave Ellison starts saying he's going to take care of something. I just feel yeah. like his pants should drop right immediately right after that. <laughs> just start whacking taking it. Taking care of himself, taking care of business. <laughs> just rip
1: one out. Uh and so uh there's more to the, the quote. Oh he really? Goes, he goes,
0: "Look, I have no choice but to have to forgive it so I can move on. I really don't. Okay.
1: <laughs> I love that he has no choice but to forgive. Like, yeah. nothing, nothing of the fact, like, he has no repenting to do, only forgiving. Never mentioned his wife.
0: So I don't know what more to say about it other than that. Look, at some point, the damage is done, so you move on. What we're all human and it is what it is. It
1: is what it is.
3: I
0: love
1: you it. You know, he
3: it is what it is. What it is is a sixty almost sixty year old man pulling his pee pee out on his on a cam.
1: On and, a seventeen uh, year old girl, yeah. yeah. Like you know, even okay, even if she's of it, even if it's legal, like even if it's by the books legal, there is still something very wrong with this. Yes. Creepy. Moral. You, you know what he really wants to say, and
3: he can't say it. He just I think he's so frustrated that he can't just say, I'm a fucking rock star. I'm allowed to do this shit. Like, leave yeah. me the fuck alone. Yeah. He just and he's sort is of stopped like, dancing around that, I
1: feel. Yeah. Like. And no one no one's calling him out on it, I feel. Or like asking like leading the question that way you know in the sense of like well hey what about the fact that this girl that you were talking to is younger than your daughter how would yeah. you feel if one of your buddies from exodus was fucking <laughs> facetiming with your daughter showing her your right. schlong exactly. do you want, do you want your daughter
2: with a better band
1: do you want your daughter to see gary Holt schlong i no. think not
3: like she hasn't already come yeah, on yeah
1: seriously <laughs> he no, comes but- over and hangs out at the pool
3: she's seen him changing and when he hangs out, he literally <laughs> hangs out. But like he—he's he, probably like you know, Ted Nugent was literally fucking twelve-year-olds. What did I do that was so wrong? <coughs>
1: yep. Yeah. Uh. Okay, so
0: I, I have no choice but to, to forgive it. So I can move on. I really <laughs> is don't. this
3: you talking or Dave now? Just check. This is
0: this is the, 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 hi, it's me, David Ellison. Yeah.
3: It's very so, similar.
0: I don't know. <laughs> look, <laughs> at some point, the damage was done. So you move on. We're all human, and it is what it is. You can't lament it. You can't
1: lament it, yet you're talking about it in every fucking interview. Like, if you really want to move on, just be like, look, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's just discuss the music I'm promoting. But the, that's know? the like, end of the interview. But he's literally <laughs> lamenting, and then go lamenting about how you can't lament it. Yeah,
0: I've watched how he's treated his dismissal from Metallica still bitching about it 40 years later and I think it looks fucking pathetic
3: got a a point there Dave I'll say
0: and it's like you know what fix your shit and move on
3: he's reeling me back in here he he lost (laughs) me in the beginning
0: fix your shit and move on and you know that's how I've chosen to deal with it fix your shit and move on and that's why I put out four records in the time the last fucking Megadeth record came out. And I think every one of them are as good or as or better than the latest
2: Megadeth <laughs> record. Like how you're really, mean, at. It's a low ball. Eventually, Rob, your impression is gonna be only audible to dogs. It's going <laughs> higher and higher as you go. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you have much room left. I think <laughs> 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 Speaking I, I of things believe- Dave Mustaine complains about, I <laughs> can't believe he, he's. he's he,
1: I can't believe he's uh, li- like with a straight face could say, "Look, I've just put out four records in two years, and they're all better than this Megadeth record." I, like, mean, I love. Them. Have you heard what the, the Megadeth you know what death record? Is. I have. It's possible. I've heard the Alifson oh, singles too, and oof. Oh. Where is he
3: putting these albums out? He's got four albums. I haven't heard a single fucking note of any of these albums. Baby. Where are they yep.
1: <laughs> Yeah. It's like, it's, I think it's on Spotify. He has some some like hard rock band now.
3: It's like all on the same place that I get these fucking bands for death or no death. Just like it's one track online of buried somewhere.
0: And part of it is I'm working with great people. Whether they're famous or not, it doesn't matter. I'm working with good people. They're safe. They're reliable. They're truly men of integrity.
3: Just wait thirty years and start fucking throwing you under the bus like Dave did. What's the? Can we see the Spotify numbers for this so-called album that he released? Just one of them, like the latest one, or the older, the first of the four. I want to see because it had more time to accumulate views. How
1: many? How many does it have? Okay, so one of his bands is Die one of his bands
2: this is from right. multiple different bands
1: there's two, two <sighs> bands i guess.
2: i have so many good bands that i they all love me
5: <laughs> it's so good that i change bands every two months and do a new album
2: so many daughters so many new daughters of my yes. bandmates that i can he's high pitch eric <laughs> high pitch dave uh dave. so this is one of the
1: bands it's got it uh, it's
3: got fifty percent of the letters in the word dick is in his band. Just just finding <laughs> that out. Uh
1: in the hall of the hanging serpents is uh oh. mm. is, is is the only one, but that song has hundred and eighty-five thousand spins. Which is nothing. Yeah. I mean it's yeah, it's and that's the nothing. best one.
3: That's the best
1: one. Yeah, the others have like twenty thousand. The other artist is an artist called Lucid, which. Lucid? Not good. Lucid. How do you feel about those accusations?
2: I might have to sue him. Get him right back into court. You'll have to disrobe and show the evidence. It's
1: not just Lucid, it's the Lucid. The the Lucid.
2: Uh, Maybe that's better?
1: Uh, So let's see. Uh, Wait! Don't
3: turn that sound down, because Dave Ellison's gonna uh, come running over to your crib and try to shoot a video. This sounds of kids in the background. Where Sid is. <laughs>
2: Sorry about that. I want
3: <laughs> I would never call out that there was noise, except that it's a Dave
1: Ellison joke. And I thought. Well, it was
2: see, I wasn't sure if that was uh, the
1: background of Sid or just
2: Darren playing sound effects. You
1: can never tell.
2: That's the opening track to this album.
1: All these guys in the Lucid look like they're in their like. Late twenties, except yeah. for this guy in the middle. He really? Kind of
3: looks, I was gonna say that know. guy's looking a little
1: haggard. Yeah,
3: yeah. He 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 looked, looked, he don't look. None of these guys look lucid at all. I, I
2: think the guy in the hat little... is Don Imus. <laughs> I
3: don't know why he's in the band. They might be lucid in the sense that they're lucid dreaming because they're all asleep right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, and
3: these
1: numbers are hot. These are hot. Oh
3: these my are... god!
1: The the biggest song has ninety five thousand. Oh, maggot wind, but the rest have.
3: The went. Was, there's a song there's called mumps there. what are these songs these are just all the things that he refused to be vaccinated for there's a rubella
2: song whooping cough song no it's like his new girlfriend had to miss uh, high school because she had the mumps
3: oh he so he wrote a, a song for and her and she was his muse Is that what yeah okay.
2: he just he wrote the <laughs> note to the school to excuse her absence and then he just set that to music
3: Hey, you got to get your inspiration somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet tooth. He took her to get some ice cream sodas one day.
2: She skinned her knee and she was really sad. Yeah. Fell off her trike. Would you like some ice cream or would you like another cameo? I mean, uh a
3: <laughs> webcam video.
2: It's a kind of cream. Oh. <laughs> Does Ellison have anything else to say, Rob? Uh, yes, see. I do. <laughs> You'd only mention two of my four
5: bands that are better than Megadeth.
1: <laughs> he goes, so he's talking about his <laughs> his his, uh, his bandmates and yes. how
0: whether they're famous or not doesn't matter. I'm working yes. with good people. They're safe. They're reliable. They're truly men of integrity, and I think that really makes a big difference. I feel safe around them. And the creative process is fun. It's not restrictive. It's unlimited. And so this creative explosion has happened. Whoa, buddy
4: likes explosions.
0: Whether anyone
5: hears the music is immaterial. (laughs) Doesn't matter. We're making it, and that's what counts.
2: You'd almost say that this project is masturbatory.
3: Yes.
5: Yes. Yes it is. In a metaphorical sense, I mean. Don't want any more legal troubles.
0: Like, oh he has, one,
1: he has this one quote.
0: I mean look, when I I I I mean look, I knew three things when I met Dave. Yes. One one our Don't band was gonna be on. su- One <laughs> our band was gonna be successful. Two it was going to be a lot of work. And three, one day this is going to end really badly. <laughs>
5: well. And four, don't touch Dave Mustaine's personal coke stash. I learned that the hard way.
2: So, how could he even be mad at Dave if he knew this was coming all along? Shouldn't Shut he up, Sam. <laughs> he,
1: He's just saying. Get your he, mouth. He... All he's doing is saying uh, that Dave Mustaine needs to get over fucking Metallica already, you son of yeah. a bitch, jerk. And let me back in the band. Like yeah. it's funny he's saying this stuff, but like if Dave Mustaine called him tomorrow and be like, "Hey, I, want, I need you back in the band. Uh, the guy we have as the bass is sick." Do you think? Do you think Alice would be like, "I'm only coming if you're giving me an apology," or is Ellison going to be like, "I'll be there, sir. <laughs> like I'll be there be right there. away. Just yeah. this one time." No, I think the funny
3: thing about... Oh, sorry, guys. That's yeah, it's
1: my version of the kid screaming. <laughs> thing.
3: Uh, did, um, the funny thing is that he is the Dave Mustaine to Megadeth that Dave Mustaine is to Metallica.
1: Yes, and <laughs> that's the ironic thing, is he's telling Must- uh, Mustaine to get over uh, Metallica. Meanwhile, every fucking interview he does, he has to talk about quitting Megadeth. Like, all right, so you fucking move on, bitch.
2: Move on. Nah! That's, that's sort of Dave Mustaine's gift. Is he he's so traumatized by what Metallica did to him that he does that exact thing to every musician who's ever worked with him. That like that once they're kicked out of Megadeth, every interview they do for the rest of the career has to feature some Dave Mustaine talk.
5: Yeah, wait whether there, they no. like it or
2: not. So he's just <laughs> kicking that can down the hill.
5: I'd rather much rather talk about African women and plugs
2: in their vagina. Oh no. Ellipson <laughs> wants to talk about that too.
3: Yes. I'm saying he
2: <laughs> picks up whatever Dave uh, does.
3: That's what we were saying.
2: He has to answer for the sins. Yeah, yeah. sins has Dave all. Mustaine come out to defend Lars Ulrich yet, like Jason Eusted did this week?
1: Oh no. No, no, no. He hates Lars. He would disagree with Jason. Uh, but, uh, basically I don't, I don't want to read the quote, but, uh, Jason was essentially like, Hey, all these people bitching about Lars, like Metallica wouldn't be the big band that they are without him and his knowledge of like what European metal bands to rip off or whatever, you know, uh, that he but was so like, what? like,
3: what does that matter? Like that they're, they're not complaining that he's not knowledgeable. They're complaining that he's an asshole. Right? I mean, that's. Is it that he's an asshole
1: or is he that he's
2: a bad it, drummer? A,
1: okay, now you got to make me fucking look up the quote, you piece of shit. He, he is a bad piece drummer, of but. Fucking shit. I mean, objectively speaking, he is one of the
3: creative uh, forces behind Metallic, even yeah. if his drumming is bad. Like, he wrote half But the what? Song. I don't
1: know if you would. You could say his drumming, like. like he might not be the best drummer, but to say he's a bad drummer. I don't know if I would agree with that. I I agree with that. I think he's fine
3: for what it is. Like, they're not a fucking super technical band and all that. Like, it sounds good to me. I hear all these drummers saying like, he's so fucking awful. I I can hear it. Like, I hear how he's not up to par with like great drummers. I hear it, but I don't really give a shit that much.
1: Yeah. And also the amount of drummers that he influenced, uh, just by being in Metallica, like, I think that gives him a bit of credit with, like, how good a drummer he could. Like, obviously, he there's some talent there to be able to influence so many other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, he was, uh, uh, Newstead was on a show, on a radio show, Let There Be Talk. <laughs> and <laughs> during the chat with host Dean Del Rey. Oh, okay. It's a comedian, to... right? I don't, I don't know. Uh, Ulrich's drumming came up and the host noted how the Metallica co-founder's skills are consistently called into question while lesser known musicians reap heaps of accolades for their own skills. And Newsid responds, anybody that says that is a fucking idiot. They have no idea what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. The depth of the sky. His foresight, his comprehension of what the hell was going on when he was 21, 22, 23. Seriously? So if you can't play the same Phil as Dave Lombardo, whoever the fuck you picked today, so what? Look at the scoreboard, motherfucker. Do not talk shit <laughs> about that guy. He's way ahead of you in most things. I promise you that. I promise okay. you.
3: All right, so my so my criticism holds up then because they he's defending Lars Ulrich by saying something wholly unrelated to what... Yeah. He, point of the criticism was
4: yeah Mm -hmm. he's
3: not saying that nobody who says he's a bad drummer says that he's not like creative or you know all that other shit whatever the fuck he just said they're just saying he can't play the drums properly yes that's fair that's
2: true and he's he's basically saying lars is very rich so he shouldn't be criticized
1: right yeah, look at all That's, this money he made. Obviously, he's got to be good at it. That's basically what he's saying. But I
3: think Metallica is also like creatively uh, well regarded too. O-
1: overall, yeah, overall. I mean, exactly yeah. right. Like, like the songwriting is not is is him and James together, right. Lars and James. So he he should get credit for that. It certainly isn't ours.
2: Jason Newstead. He didn't let him do shit. <laughs> and yet he's still he's like the opposite of a former Megadeth. Band yeah yes. he's, he's out of the band he's still, still the biggest cheerleader yeah because yeah.
4: he made well, that paper. I, That's
1: why. yeah exactly like he's still getting great royalty <laughs> he's set his
0: yeah. life is set
1: and i and leaving metallica was the best thing for his life yeah. like you know there's there's there would always be that weird really you know the the relationship with him and the other guys the new kid and it yeah and like that would never go away no matter how much collective therapy they did he already has his money. His life fell apart. Like I think he got divorced or whatever. So he could figure himself out. He's doing literally whatever the fuck he wants. And he could Jason Newstead. He
3: could put out 18 records with 17 different bands, just like Dave Ellison, but doesn't have to go fucking <laughs> begging for publicity. He could just be Jason Newstead and they all get airplay and shit. Because people exactly. actually like him. Right. And the music's pretty good. I, I haven't heard any Dave Ellison, but I can't imagine it's any good. No, probably. No. I would guess not. Even if Rob no, that,
2: had mump, not done that the the Mump song, tremendous. The mump song. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Next year's Super Bowl halftime, Ellison. <laughs> the Mump doing song,
1: Mumps with Rihanna. Uh, Ellison at the Super Bowl, just being like, "Get over Metallica, Mustaine. <laughs> yeah. Just in the middle of the Super Bowl, <laughs> he he wins.
3: Uh, And now here's my next song. Please excuse Kathy from
5: 12th grade math (laughs) from her final. She had to go on a family excursion.
2: One, two, three, four. (laughs) We got to get that woman on the show, Rob. Pull some strings. Signed, Kathy's father. (laughs) Yeah, you present with a note saying she's allowed to be on our show.
1: so uh i want to change things up a little Uh bit the week in politics there's a big week for donald j trump allowed back on cnn oh god uh the same network that essentially called him the antichrist after the uh the January sixth riot. Suddenly it's like, oh well let's let him be we need to yes. we need to share both sides of the political aisle. As if we haven't heard his side enough. Uh but you know, I don't want to get too uh too into the into the weeds with the politics. I just want to play this one particular clip. Uh because of the way he says vagina. Oh boy. <laughs> it's it's too it's too good not to share. And so I'm gonna share it. And so to give the context, he's being asked about uh, a sexual harassment trial, which had just concluded
3: a uh, sexual assault
1: trial. Yeah, not harassment. Assault trial. I'm sorry. Sexual assault trial. Thank you. Uh, And it said that uh, Trump did assault this woman, but did not rape her. And uh, this woman alleged that he cornered her in a department store. uh, Pinned her against the wall. He pinned her against against the the wall at Bergdorf Goodman. And, and raped her. And so the Don't even decided, shop there. <laughs> well, that's essentially what I said. So let's let's play his response. And he's basically doing a comedy bit while defending himself oh from rape accusations. It's, it's dark. It's surreal. It's dark, folks.
6: Usually you, you leave office. You say, I'm sorry, but I'm going to back home. I'm back home to my family and everything. I'm going to be resigned. My poll numbers went up. And they went up with the other fake charge. There it me. comes. Because what's happening is they're doing this for... Election interference. This woman, I don't know her. I never met her. I have no idea who she is. I had a picture taken years ago with her and her husband, nice guy John Johnson. He was a newscaster, a very nice man. She called him an ape. Happens to be Afro- African American. Called him an ape. Oh my God! The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog. Oh, Hold her- on.
1: The what? judge wouldn't allow us to put that I love what he does that, like, soft voice. Where, like, like very, I'm so innocent here.
6: <laughs>
5: very nice, man. He happened to be uh, African-American. Very nice man, though. <laughs> I usually don't like African-American people because I'm Donald <laughs> Trump.
6: He was nice. African-American. Called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow to put what? that in. What? Excuse kids, me? But with her, they can put in anything. Access, this Holly is a jury. Of... The what? Dog's nice or the job. cat. Johnson one of them. Newscaster. Very nice man. She called him an ape. Happens to be African American. Called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog, or her cat, was named Vagina. The judge <laughs> wouldn't, her dog. Or her cat was named Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> or her cat was named Vagina. Keep playing it, Vagina. there. Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> Vagina. 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 Vagina.
3: Yeah. I love the how the the newscaster. This is one of my favorite parts of this. Is that she doesn't crack they got somebody who is like so into the trump is like the most big the e- biggest evil of the world the biggest shit stain since adolf hitler on history she doesn't crack she doesn't laugh she just sits there like this is i am covering uh edi amin right now like she just nothing <laughs> like nothing stone face how do you not laugh at that Vagina!
6: It's so absurd! God. Vagina. Vagina.
5: Vagina. Her cat was named Vagina.
6: Vagina. Very
2: cute, very hot cat, little droopy. Little droopy so, face. So what if they had if the judge had allowed that into evidence, what Boy, would what that, prove? that prove? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Goes to credibility, <laughs> sir. Like I don't like what does it prove that she's horny? So she couldn't have been raped because she's horny and wanted she it? The like what? And not defending
3: Trump, but I think what he's trying to say in his Trump speak is that she's a nut. Like she's crazy. Yeah. And so these mm. are she was racist to her husband. She had she named a cat a weird thing. <laughs> and like you know, Maybe and she has to
5: named
2: the cat that.
3: I was watching when she did the media tour like she it like she does have that. I'm, I'm not saying she wasn't raped, but she does give like a like v- very she's like it's she's very all over the place. I would say. Have you seen any of the interviews with her? I have not. It's yeah. So I think he's trying to use that to say like she's not she's not credible because she's loopy or whatever.
2: She will well, never really- see a single dime of that five million dollars. He will appeal <laughs> that until she is in the dirt. Yes. It is funny to see him describe the events.
6: <laughs> All of these things he would, but with her, they can put in anything. Access.
1: Access Hollywood. <laughs> oh, this, this part, this this part is like an encapsulation of exactly why this whole thing. Was, I don't want to say a bad idea, like cause they knew exactly what they were doing, but like this, this shows the the power of giving Trump. Free reign on primetime television, even right. even with the intent of like, we're going to get this tough woman reporter to fact check it. Like you can't fact check his steamrolling of bullshit. And so she brings up the Access Hollywood tape, which, again, I want to put into context. We've had so much time. Past. I feel at that time, I think we discussed this last week there was like half a second where people were like, he needs to drop out where Paul Ryan was like, he needs to drop yeah. out. Like this was, this was treated like the worst thing he could have possibly ever done. And also which is so funny now in the context, it's like totally forgotten about, but go this ahead. this was
3: three weeks before the election. Yeah. <laughs> he got right. caught admitting to rape on an audio tape, uh, proudly bragging that he raped people uh, broadly, just raped people <laughs> three weeks before the election.
1: Yes, and That's Billy Bush guess. never seen from again. <laughs> uh, okay, so here, 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 here is this brave CNN reporter confronting him on this.
2: Nine people who found right. you liable of sexual
6: abuse. Do you think that, that that will deter women from voting for you? No, I don't no. think so, because I think the whole thing, just so you understand. I want to point out, like, let me give you a tip,
1: reporters. If you preface... Any question to Donald Trump, like, here's yeah. this shitty thing that you did. Do you think this will prevent X yeah. from voting for you? 100% no. of the time, he's going to say no. Yeah. Like, no. Like, you're, not, you're never going to get him on this. Uh, by the way, what,
3: just hold kidding. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's remove <laughs> Trump from this. Put
5: who? who going to answer that? But right? No. You're like what? What person Joe would Biden. say yes?
2: Actually, now that you put it that way, maybe I've, I need to rethink things. I've it's never such a bad God. question.
3: Joe Biden, do you think people will see your dementia and not vote? For- no, I think they're going to vote for me. I think it's great. People, <laughs> yeah. love, people love my dementia, Jack. What are you talking about? People love my dementia. <laughs> Just get out, get out of the room. Uh, <laughs> shut up! You're crazy. Ready? Come on, man.
6: I never met this woman i never saw this woman Sore. this woman said i met except her for the what i posed for that Good picture
2: room. with her in the room with me right after meeting her and seeing right. her <laughs> yeah i pose with a lot her
5: of her people sid opinion. i pose with everybody all <laughs> kinds of people all
4: people
6: and <laughs> i met her at the front door of bergdorf Goodroom, which i rarely go into other than for a couple of charities I met
1: her in the front door. I love that he's like I rarely go in there, but I don't want to knock them. It's a it's a wonderful establishment for a few charities I've got in there. I love the hand motion. Yeah, it sucks, but I had to do it. But
3: it's great. I love the hand motion. I went in there. I went in there, and we were inside, and we went all around. We went into the back room. We went into the front room. We did the YMCA.
6: She was about sixty years old then. This is like twenty two. <laughs> I was met juping. her in the front door of Bergdorf Goodman. I was immediately attracted to her. And she was immediately attracted to me.
3: This is him and recounting we- what she said.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love the way he tells story. Like I, like like with his sarcastic tone, like the <laughs> front door of Bergdorf Goodman. I was immediately attracted to a sixty-year-old bag. <laughs> <You know>? Please. <laughs> Have you seen my life? have you seen my mistresses
3: yes the same ones that davis at dave, dave Ellison is uh he gets them after they grow they age out of epstein island he has the, he has dibs on the next tier the 17 year olds
6: had this great chemistry we're walking into a crowded department so we had this great chemistry and a few minutes later we end up in a a room a dressing room a Goodman, right near the cash register. They and stacked the audience with Trump people? She, she said, it I sounds like yeah. it.
1: That was That was one of his uh, demands, that the audience has to be Trump supporters, which it's like, what? what? <laughs> Why are you agreeing to
4: that? They don't like, care.
6: Do they are in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Since, yeah. since
3: Trump left, they have to do this.
6: One that was open. She found one. She learned this at trial. She found one that was open. What kind of a woman meets somebody and brings them up? And within minutes, you're playing hanky-panky and a dress. Playing hanky-panky? This is a ma- fucking
1: match game? What the- <laughs> also, I love that the woman's a slut for playing hanky-panky. He's not a slut. But he's never met hanky-panky. a Rob, so right, right. He, there's no slut to be had. But what Did kind he- of woman would do that? Only a slut. Yeah. Didn't do the hanky-panky, Robert. Didn't do it. I Didn't do the hanky-panky. Didn't do the hokey-pokey. Never put my <laughs> left foot in. Don't even think about putting my left foot out. Never Turn around. Duty.
6: <laughs> never Harry, saw Harry Houdini. John, John.
2: Anyway. <laughs> Our country is in great shape. Things are going to be fine.
6: Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, I do love also that he's been doubling down on the on the uh, Access Hollywood tape. That's what I was talking about earlier. So let me just play this one quick clip and then we'll be out of here.
2: There was a tape deposition of you from October and it you defended the comments that you
6: made on that Access Hollywood tape about being able to grab women how you want. Do you say vagina? I said if you're famous <laughs> and rich or whatever I said, but I said if you're a star, uh, you are and I said women let you. I didn't say you grab. I said women let. You know, you didn't use that word. But if you look, wait? Hold on. He did.
3: Him. He did say he did he say what he's saying here is accurate. But he also said, uh, I don't even wait. I just kiss them. I yeah, don't you, you can wait. grab
1: them by the. Yeah, the, exactly.
3: Right. He said they let you grab them by the pussy. That part is not admitting to rape. But when he says, I just grab him and kiss him and I don't even wait. That's illegal. You can't just like you have to wait for consent. Right. Am I wrong? He's yes, of the yes. philosophy
2: that it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's
3: it's working. I mean, yeah. he's, not, he's yeah. not
2: in prison. And he also doesn't ask for forgiveness. That's true. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> Bonus.
6: Let you. Now, they said, will you take that back? I said, look, for a million years, this is the way it's been. I <laughs> want to be been. honest. This is the way it's been. I can take it back if you'd like to, but... If you're a famous person, if you're a star, and I'm not referring to myself, I'm saying what? people that are famous, people that are you were stars, asked in the people you that are rich, people that are powerful, yes. uh, they tend to do pretty well in a lot of ways.
1: Wow, she really got him there. In the deposition, you said you were a star. Boom! Roasted! You're <laughs> done! Yeah. Contradiction much? <laughs>
6: there
1: are ways, okay. And anyway, you- right, let's get out of here. That's enough. <laughs> it
3: was Pants on Fire, that one was rated, Rob.
1: Pants on Fire. <laughs> Moving on to another uh, cult of personality,
0: vagina. Uh,
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's get some some vagina transitions as we move on. Vagina. One more. more?
6: Okay.
1: One more. Vagina. 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 Yes. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I want to play this clip. So now, Hulk Hogan, disgraced WWE Hall of Famer. Hulk Hogan from one disgraced WWE Hall of Famer to the yes. next. We go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but one who can uh, still
3: get work and one who can't.
1: Uh, I want to. I want to actually play a few <laughs> clips because this just reminded me of another clip that I want to play. So Hulk Hogan, you know, now that he basically can't get many bookings, WWE only wheels him out occasionally now, very selectively because most crowds boo him,
3: and literally they can't. They wheel him out because he
1: can't walk. <laughs> He's had quite a few hip replacements. Oh, uh, but uh, so he has a, a restaurant.
2: He In... still has that restaurant.
1: A new yes, one, I think. of course. I it's believe. A yeah, one, like, isn't it? yeah, like yeah, like it he closes. He opens a new one. <laughs> but the Hulk Hogan Hangout Bar and Grill is going very well, <laughs> relatively speaking, uh, and. Uh, uh, Apparently I guess they they have these meet and greets and a an indie wrestler uh Joey Janella actually recently uh trolled Hulk Hogan and uh and they have these meet and greets and they have these karaoke nights where uh Hulk Hogan judges the karaoke oh. and so and this indie wrestler Joey Janella Lovely fella, Joey Janela. <laughs> uh he went undercover, which I it's not like Hogan would recognize him, like let's be honest. But... Um, were you
2: familiar with this man's work before this video? Or no? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty if
1: you follow indie wrestling, you definitely know him. He has He's good. He's good, yeah. He has the, the usually the most fun show of WrestleMania weekend. It's called Joey Janela's Spring Break. And, and he books a lot of, like, fun, weird... Like, he'll f- fly in, like, a, a wrestler from the 90s or the 80s, and, like, it's, it's a clusterfuck, but in a good way. Okay. okay. So anyway, so it turns out Hogan has these karaoke parties hosted by his son, Nick. Oh, no. Who, uh, like, really the fruit of Hogan's loins? <laughs> does anyone uh, does anyone die at these uh, events? Yeah, I was, no, was no. going to say the thing that Nick Hogan, Hulk Hogan's son, is most famous for, if we're not counting their failed reality show, is Nick Hogan is famous for getting in a terrible car accident mm-hmm. uh, where I think he can... was drunk I, tr- driving. I'm sorry,
3: sorry God.
1: A terrible accident where he was drunk driving and the person in the passenger seat of his car. Uh, a, a army veteran or some sort of uh, military veteran was terribly deformed and permanently bound to a wheelchair. Like his skull was, was, was like his family posted a video and it, it was so traumatizing to see what what hogan did to this fucking poor kid because he was driving drunk and he did a few months in jail a little bit of community service and he's out he's fine he's hosting these fucking dumbass karaoke parties that's what nick hogan was doing
3: i was gonna say i think you can count the reality show and that still becomes the number one thing that he was famous for is the car that's fair he's more famous you don't have to
1: leave that aside yeah well, so Joey Janela showed up and I think I want to play this just to set the mood on what Hogan's hangout is oh. like.
7: Where's Joey the Florida man? He Joey looks
1: so much man. like Hulk Hogan. It's crazy. Yeah, it is wild. Oh boy, here
7: we go. All right, man. You either your, and this,
1: is the, right this there. is the wrestler Joey Janela performing as Joey the Florida man. You it. up to you. And also I want to point out for a long time, uh, wrestling fans, that is Brian Knobs of the Nasty Boys, oh directly behind. Uh, he looks a like plate Larry Bird. He looks like He's fat gross. Larry Bird.
2: What happened?
1: All I keep like like when when Joey Janela starts singing his karaoke, it's so hard to pay attention to Joey Janela because all I see is Brian Knobs and Hulk Hogan eating in the background. <laughs>
2: Oh, Uh, here we go! Reaction, interesting. Yeah, surprising. Let me ask a question now: Is Hulk Hogan eating his own restaurant's burgers the same as Dave Mustaine buying his own band's shirts?
1: No, because Hulk Hogan is not paying a dime for this stuff. Hulk Uh, Hogan. Uh old like it's not like he invested any money into this old Logan <laughs> invested his name into this okay. and he comes and he gets a free meal he gets that he's like oh I, I get a free meal all I have to do is judge a karaoke contest sure <laughs> I think also in a way it's a little sad uh, a I don't know if sad, sad. It, it's very sad because it's like this is the top pro wrestling star of the 80s and he's so desperate for that last clinging of attention, <laughs> then he yeah. will literally roll out of bed, put on his fucking Brett Michaels toupee uh, bandana <laughs> yeah, combination, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and fucking go sit just to get the cheers of like thirty Floridians at and a free guy.
2: burgers,
1: Rob. And free burgers, yeah. It's I just very ate sad. fifteen
2: cheeseburgers. I feel like
1: a pig. And also feeding his best friend Brian up. So I guess th- <laughs> there is some altruism here. Now I want to say
3: also him. Eating the burgers is not like Dave Ellison,
1: but him wearing the NWO shirt is. I think. I <laughs> yeah, think yeah. well, like you it. could buy. There, there's all this Hogan merch you could buy at the Hogan Hangout, of course. Yeah. So he's he's pimping all the stuff out that you could buy there. Let me know if you think another another
3: Brian that Brian Nobbs uh, looks like is Brian Pulsine.
2: <laughs> oh, you see that? Who's oh, that more that. offensive to? Yeah, I think mean, that's offensive to Brian
3: Poseidon.
5: <laughs> well, I, listen. We go, I start.
3: didn't say either one of them was ugly. Let's
2: go, Let's go Brandon, brother. Let's go. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's go. Yeah. Do you think Hogan knows what Let's Go, Brandon means? Not a yes. chance.
2: No, really? you don't think so?
1: I think
3: he's oblivious to that. Yeah. yeah. He might know who Trump is, but not like, or Biden, but not that,
1: that mean Okay. Is Hogan eating shrimp? He just put lemon on something. What is yeah. he What is he eating?
2: And it looks like uh, the Nasty Boy is eating like chicken tenders with a fork, maybe? I don't know I like what's going food
1: food on. Oh, some share plates were, we're brought over. <laughs> I love that Nick Hogan also taking a break. Why is this by the karaoke thing? Why don't they <laughs> think to like... Like what like go behind the curtain or something? That, like It's an ad for how good the food is. <laughs> they can't
2: stop look coming. at his face. You. Just watching them eat. So <laughs> Is he barfing?
1: He's living his life, baby.
2: Hogan <laughs> pointing back with a fork. <laughs>
1: uh, I believe also this is his uh, Hogan's girlfriend who's the uh Scientology person who's getting him uh, into Scientology.
2: Yeah, they're gonna shut this down once he gets into the Scientology for real. They can't have their stars doing something this bottom of the <laughs> Oh my god. This is so strange. Is a
1: plus plus. So now oh and he steals a fry too. I love that. <laughs> he got a
2: tatish skin. I like oh, that I Hogan's Hogan drinking rain.
3: water with his fries. Is Nick Hogan st- a server at this restaurant? <laughs> no, he just brought <laughs> Brian Nov's a fucking plate of mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so <laughs> hey, can so strange. Nick,
3: Nick, can I get another water,
1: please?
2: <laughs> this is in Florida, right? Yeah. yeah, oh, absolutely. It's in Tampa. We need to make a field trip and go to one of these nights. And Rob, <laughs> you need to sing. Uh, after I'm not
1: 49 anymore. <laughs> oh,
2: that's right. <laughs> we can do. Well, an Dad, you take.
1: Yeah, you take the 21 hour Amtrak.
3: We'll not take be a there flight. Anymore, this restaurant.
2: <laughs> 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 this is wild. Yeah, this is good. People like. I can't trust this man's judgment of the karaoke. He's too busy eating. He's not yeah. focused. Yeah, and it feels like he's playing with his food. Like he keeps sifting <laughs> a lot. Like.
1: You know, eat everything, buddy.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of hair in the mac and cheese, so he's got to, like, with the fork, <laughs> he's got to weed out all the hairs.
1: Look Just at this, the DJ here. with, the, with the, the fedora. I think we know
2: that. Isn't that Pepe? <laughs> no. Is that Rob's friend Pepe? He's DJing. Man, that kid guy really <laughs> there, gets around. There
3: is a resemblance. It's very hard work. I, I do see the
1: resemblance, truly.
2: <laughs> Would you... How would you feel if, you, oh, if it uh, turned uh, out that this was his new gig? If he Hogan was DJing at the Hulk Hogan karaoke nights? For I'd Apple, be a little jealous.
4: Jealous. <laughs> a little jealous.
1: A
2: little jealous. <laughs> he finally found a way to stick it to you.
3: That was your lane, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So now that we've experienced that,
1: <laughs> now that now now we see There's this more? is how this is how Hulk Hogan and his son promote. Uh, these events. They love doing Friday night events. Oh, boy. This Friday night, the first ever Hulk Hogan Tropical Bikini Contest. Oh, no. Is he the one wearing the bikini? or
2: <laughs> Get him all oiled up. And this is some cash money, folks. $2,000 for first place. It's actually 1, just a gift certificate to the restaurant. <laughs> $2,000 worth of <laughs> buffalo wings.
1: So let, let's hear these guys hype it up.
7: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, you know, I got some crazy news yeah. to drop yeah. on you guys today because Clearwater Beach has been
1: on... This is like watching Donald Trump Jr. do oh. one of those political videos where it's like, why is he sounding like his dad?
2: But his he dad would wouldn't like be that. in the video with him. He's smart right. enough to at least get the hell out of that room. just wow. standing right
1: there. Ho- Hoaxer needs to soak up all the attention he can oh. get. <laughs>
7: fire all year long and spring break just brought so much momentum to clearwater beach that we just can't stop dude you know what i'm saying tell them what's going on we know it's like spring break never ends i thought it would be over
1: hulk hogan you are 70 years old why are you
7: talking about spring break
1: yeah
3: it ended for you a long time ago you're just (laughs) not aware of it
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
7: I thought it would slow down a little bit, but when I go see Handsome Ron at Hulk Hogan's Beach Shop, they're strutting through the aisles at my beach shop in itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny bikinis. And then when I go over to Hulk Hogan's hangout, trying to get my ham and eggs, my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner. Gotta put food
1: into it. I love that he says he, he only eats at the Hulk Hogan hangout because he, he doesn't want to spend money on
2: food. He's like, oh, I can go eat yeah. at this place for free. I love this Hulk Hogan. frame where it looks like he might have accidentally shit himself and just realized <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. oh, no, brother. Oops, I shit my pants.
5: Remember
3: that SNL sketch? Oops, yes. I crap my pants.
2: Yeah, that's what that ham and eggs just kicked in for holster. I I, got my eggs in my pants, dude.
1: (laughs) I'm just gonna tweet the screenshot with "Oops, I crapped my pants." So check out R and B Alivecast for the screenshot. Oops, I crapped my pants. Uh, But uh, let's watch a little more of this.
7: Or just whatever time of day it is, the bikini circle keeps circling. Hogan's hangout, Hulk Hogan's beach shop. Hulk hang hangout, and everywhere I go, people get their bikinis on. So summer, spring yeah, break. because are Florida, dipshit.
3: <laughs> so since
7: I can't beat them, I decided I would go ahead and join
3: them. He wants would to beat women in bikinis? I <laughs> Yeah, like what?
7: But he's legally
3: barred from doing so, so rather have a contest. Fourth place gets a leg drop. <laughs> I got a few left in my coccyx, brother.
7: <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. What you going to do? <laughs> and put my money where my mouth is, Jack. Oh. Because this Friday, the only place to be, without a doubt, this Friday on Clearwater Beach, the only thing going down is Hulk Hogan's <laughs> Tropic Bikini
1: Contest. Literally the only thing happening <laughs> in town this Friday in Clearwater Beach.
7: <laughs> the only thing going down the is the ever skin ever on his steroid arms know. there. The Tropic Bikini Contest <laughs> starts at 8 p.m. Friday night at Hulk Hogan's Hangout. We're having all the girls, all the bodies of the gods of the beautiful ladies come into Hogan's Hangout with their string bikinis on. Street legal by the Clearwater Police Department. What? No doubt about it. But they're going to come in with all the bikinis on at 8 p.m. They're going to sign in and check things out at Hogan's Hangout. They're all going to get ready because after they sign up at 8 p.m., at 9 p.m., Hulk Hogan's Tropic Bikini Contest kicks off, brother. And the winner gets $2,000. All hundos, brother. All hundos.
2: For the best-looking
7: lady in a two-piece bikini. Second place gets $1,000. Third place gets $500. And after it's all said and done, brother, Nick Hogan's gonna get the table spinning. We're having Hulk Hogan's Beach Party all night long, and they're gonna be dancing all night in bikinis. So what you're going to do, Nick Hogan, when the bikini party, Hogan's hangout, start at 8 p.m., runs wild on you? I'm going to get some spectacles on, brother. I'm going to check everything out. Whoa.
3: Can you imagine? Can you imagine Uh. if that was your... Seven, and let's say he wasn't Hulk Hogan, just your 70 year old father doing something that cringy and you are doing anything other than running out of the room and be like, Dad, shut the fuck, turn the camera off. He's standing there like looking at this as if he's the proudest son in the whole world. He's That's what doing me. the same thing. I, he might even be cringier the video. <laughs> even
1: more, I think it's even cringier because his son is thinking, "I hope my dad is proud of me. I hope he yeah. he digs how I'm doing this double bicep pump." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like. Oh. Uh, Hulk Hogan, by the way, show some respect, he is not 70 years old. He is 69 years old. Oh.
7: Nice. The perfect <laughs> age, brother, dude. Jack For a bikini contest, brother. So did you know, this contest
2: I- <laughs> happen? Is there footage of, of the results? I guess
1: it happened, I happened yesterday, theoretically. Ooh.
3: I love when he says, they're going to run in a circle. And now they're scrambling to get away from you. And they're not sure which... <laughs> Which Hold on. on,
1: they're really yeah. pushing this thing hard because they cut another promo oh. yesterday <laughs> afternoon in the parking lot, oh. and I think with this lighting, first of all, you see how not tanned his son is. Is that Dave how- Davidson?
2: looks like former livecast. It looks like, it. It, looks like it looks like a bloated Dave Davidson. Yes. to be fair, yeah. like a roided up, like if he did the Tim Lambesis treatment.
1: Uh, but like Hogan looks like. Uh like what well, how could I he looks like a a freeze dried apricot you know like <laughs> like a dehydrated dehydrated uh, yes thank yeah. you man. like a dehydrated apricot. he looks so dried out it's brutal let's hear this promo maniacs listen up because oh, hold on let me fuck up the volume a bit
7: maniacs listen up
1: what? yo <laughs> maniacs wait if you listen very closely you could hear a girlfriend going, Go. <laughs> We're recording. Really? Oh, listen, again. listen. One.
7: Yo, maniacs, listen <laughs> Three, two, up because one, tonight is the oh. night at Hogan's Hangout for the very first Hulk Hogan Bikini contest at hogan's hangout we start at eight o'clock give him the details brother. you know something brother first place two grand don't call your Second dad place, brother one thousand third you place you, we start at eight 8- give him <laughs> the details father <laughs> yeah seriously
3: well you know something son yeah, <laughs> doesn't work doesn't work. We'll have the same cachet
7: him we're gonna roll all night long and then nick's gonna spin through the straddle night. tonight at hogan's hangout the only place on the beach bikini contest starting at 8 p.m what you gonna
2: do okay. again with the fist to the camera
1: <laughs> that's a, <laughs> and look at this beautiful uh graphic design here
3: we uh, need
2: to see who won we need a picture of the winner i it, oh, wound, up being,
1: gonna... it wound up being hulk hogan they couldn't
3: find
2: anybody. <laughs> oh no in a two-piece
1: there i love that they're right outside of hooters Cutting across from Hooters, cutting promos about this bikini contest. With oh. oh. a John three, almost shirt. <laughs>
7: oh, man time, of God.
2: Him it's and almost
7: grind time at Hogan's Hangout because we got so many bodacious babes lined up for Friday night. Do you what think they were outside tomorrow?
2: the Hooters because they were trying to get the waitresses to join the contest after yes, their shift?
7: Of course.
1: Like I'm curious. Like, is there an entry fee for this content? Oh no, there is not. Because it's like, mm. I guess the how they're making money is they want to get guys there yeah. to stare at
2: the the chicks, only the classiest dude. clientele,
1: audacious babes. Is
3: this 1987? <laughs> like, what am I watching yes, here?
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. it definitely is.
3: Audacious. Is it radical? They're radical, <laughs> dude.
1: Cowabunga. Man, I guess I just don't follow Hulk Hogan because it's just endless promos with his son about uh, Hogan's hangout. Oh, there's a photo from inside the hangout. Here's like a meet and greet. Mm. And there's a ring in there that's red and yellow. It's, it oh looks like a boxing God. ring. For like little kids. Set up. Yeah. And then all this Hogan merch.
7: Of course. There's going to be a hell in a cell match with two seven-year-olds, dude. Right here tonight (laughs) at Hogan's Hangout.
2: First blood match, brother. A binky on a pole match. (laughs) Loser
7: gets to spend the weekend at Dave Ellison's house, dude.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, I need to see this video of him and his girlfriend. Like, What are they talking about? What are they talking about?
7: McGregor's dead (laughs) and his brother don't know it. His brother is dead, and McGregor don't know it. They're both lying dead in the very same bed, and neither one knows that the other is dead. Wow. How about McGregor? Wow, I can't believe I'm sitting in
3: this car with this old fucking geezer, and I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> I guess Was that is, like uh, a St. Patrick's maybe, Day post or something? Yeah, I guess. He's wow. trying hard to get whatever money's left in that old corpse,
1: boy. <laughs> she's, she's digging her heels, well, man. He's got all that Gawker money. Yeah. So there's whatever's definitely money there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. It was like $150 million or Like, there's a lot left. You sure about Big that? Player. This guy spends money like water. He's like Ric Flair.
3: He just I has know, he more, lives more in, money.
1: But he lives at Clearwater Beach. How much money? You know, like, everything's <laughs> just, so fucking cheap.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You're maybe right. We'll see. Well, she's going to get half of it, whatever it is. Biden her time.
1: And then the rest to Tom Cruise. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to play the audio because I'm sure it's the same, but I just want to share this video oh of Hogan God. shirtless with his son uh. with replica belts. Just very, very sad. Ve- <laughs> his his the son
3: is posing at like making the biceps arm and he has like no definition no whatsoever. Yeah, it's very weird. It's He's just He's not He's, like, a big, beefy guy, and he's not fat, but it's, like, all mass without any definition whatsoever. It's
2: dad bod without actually being a dad. Yes. Like, I think he's the first fail son I've seen to not
1: have, like, the humility and to actually think he's at the level that his dad was at his age. You know? Like, you look like... Get into some
3: shape, buddy. That but in reality, you? in reality, he's at the level that his dad is at this
1: age. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so true. It's like it is kind of cute how they have this wonderful relationship now
4: They've where met. Hulk
1: Hogan has yeah like this midlife crisis where he's trying to be 30 and his 30 year old son has no identity and is just trying to be his dad's yeah. best friend.
3: His middle aged son, son is trying to be where his dad was when he was 30 and it's not working. Yeah, <laughs> they met on the middle of the bell curve at the bottom of it. <laughs>
1: Nick Hogan is 32 years old.
3: Yeah. Well, plenty of time to start getting some cuts in those arms.
1: Hit the gym, buddy.
2: What's Brooke up to now? Is she still doing a singing career, or what's her situation? No, I
1: don't think so. I haven't really heard much about her, honestly. Was
2: she one of the contestants in the bikini contest? Or the karaoke contest? It could go either way.
1: Uh... She's expecting her first child with her hotelier husband, Miles Pitt. Oh. I guess she was her. also on Australia's Next Top Model. Oh, wait, no, what? this is a different Brooke Hogan. Sorry. <laughs> different Brooke Hogan. <laughs> Do you think she like, woke up
2: one day to like, a bunch of Google alerts about this and was like, wait a minute, have I forgotten to have an amazing life? Oh, crap, it's that other one again. Damn it.
1: The most recent Brooke Hogan, Hulk Hogan's daughter, news story I found is Hulk Hogan's daughter Brooke is ready for Christmas with skimpy bikini photo drop. Oh my god! So you know, is that recent stuff. or
2: like from years ago? Uh,
1: from last November.
2: Okay, good for her. She's still, oh, she's still there,
1: trying. There's a there's one uh, from May, from a few days ago uh, of her in a bikini. So she's still putting out the bikini
2: photos. Yeah, she was at the contest. You're right. She might just be getting ready. Yeah,
4: I wonder Dude, if she Hogan showed
2: up and like her dad forgot that that was his daughter. And
1: I was just gonna say, like, I wonder if Hogan is as creepy about Brooke as Trump is about uh, Ivanka. Oh. Probably not. Ah, uh, but maybe, I, I maybe, maybe somewhere, maybe he understands the plight.
6: Vagina.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he understands that. Vagina. Oh, man, this,
1: this one photo of her of Brooke looks like she's holding a vagina
2: vagina <laughs> oh yeah wow
3: it's that's like photo It's like a georgia o'keefe hat uh, what
2: the fuck is going on there? she looks like an anime yeah or yeah, like Brooke any hogan. female country singer mm-hmm.
3: she's definitely the most attractive member of the
1: hogan clan
3: though who could say
1: that more attractive than linda <laughs> i i can't find her attractive just because her face looks too much like her dad agreed so it, it kind of ruined like she does she does have but, a, a great body and everything but like it's just the face kills it for me
2: right, for, so you never even in his prime you never found hulkster bang. the ball no. is, the,
3: bald, is it the baldness i
2: think because
1: i was such a hulkamaniac
3: was too he was in the friend zone. You put him in the friend yeah, zone. Yeah,
1: it, it's too like like he was too he was like my coach, you know, like he was like my, my big brother. You never it saw was, him sexually. <laughs> yeah, did Ultimate Warrior too- though, I I did no, see sexually. No. Well he was too uh, crazy to be a coach, that's why. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know I didn't know him personally. He didn't tell me anything about saying my prayers or eating my vitamins. Did you he imagine never that? did
3: it for me? No, it's it. go Did ahead. you en- uh, envision getting gorilla pressed by the Ultimate Warrior or like <laughs> roughed you up a little bit? No, nothing like that. Uh, so he wanted, did, you wanted him to tenderly make love to you, or uh,
1: no? I I feel like I'm, I I've mentioned this on the show. Yeah, like it wasn't. I I like my feelings towards him was I just wanted to tickle him. Oh, you <laughs> mentioned that. Yeah. Yes, I feel like that's how I express oh, my cute. sexual desire. It's cute. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I shaved it like I was (laughs) I was fucking five six years old I didn't have a I didn't have a context I was thinking
3: more like eight or nine I didn't realize you were five or six
1: maybe eight or nine I'm like I'm thinking no it was WrestleMania five no so it was the the one with Hulk Hogan was, was WrestleMania six yeah, yeah, but I'm thinking like the moment I'm thinking of was like the uh, it was actually the Royal Rumble before WrestleMania Five when uh, Ultimate Warrior and Ravishing Rick Rude, oh, another, no. another Rob favorite, they had a pose down, wow. which is the most fucking homoerotic thing oh. you have ever seen in pro wrestling. Like they're literally oiling down and all that, like, like you know what they am I? I don't know. each other. Rob, no. you want to? Well, Bobby, wanna... he, I, I believe Bobby Heenan oiled down. Yeah. Rick Rude. Rob, be, uh, so he was like the cuck He had
3: to prepare the yeah. uh, the man meat for the other person. <laughs> Rob, I want to ask you. So, could you explain to people who may not listen to wrestle, watch wrestling, in our <laughs> audience listening to this, what a pose down is in the context of wrestling?
1: Uh, it's literally uh, just, uh, ew, get this woman out of (laughs) here.
5: Too much vagina on the screen right now.
1: It's literally just one guy goes up and does like muscle poses. I don't want to show video.
2: Yeah.
1: And then like the crowd cheers or boos. And then the other guy goes and does his poses and the crowd cheers. It's really
2: similar to, uh, Hogan's hangout bikini contest.
1: Yeah, it's it's very much a bikini contest for men. Uh and then at the end
2: of it as seen in this gif,
1: uh Bobby Heaton sprays the warrior with the the lube oh. and 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 Rick Rude attacks him with one of his like pump up th- things. Bars. And then the ultimate warrior was knocked out on the ground and he turns around and he's just like breathing heavily and that this was at the point where I i remember being like the equivalent of aroused (laughs) and and thinking like oh i would really like to tickle
3: him right now even then you were the top (laughs) you wanted a top ultimate warrior but you that's right (laughs) the only vocabulary you had for topping somebody was through tickling (laughs) yeah i guess so you know (laughs) you know i just noticed something i've watched that clip a billion times just being a fan of at the time because they would replay it like to pump up the feud and everything. I just noticed Bobby Heenan comes in to spray him
2: with the bottle in the face. He no sold it. He oh yeah, one hundred percent. What? Oh yeah. He like raises oh. his arms up after. Yeah, that, he's an obvious. I, I can still see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's fucked up, man. No
5: selling that. You supposed that's supposed to be why you got knocked out.
1: Rude,
2: Rick.
3: Rude. Rude person appropriate name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do tickling now, Rob? Have you worked that into No, I'm your, not uh... into
1: tickling. I'm not... That's not like a fetish. Yeah, I took I it I don't as, like it.
3: I took it as you just had... That was your child stand-in for your burgeoning feelings.
1: Yeah, like I just didn't know... I didn't understand what I was feeling and the only... Like I want, I wanted. I think I, it was like I wanted to be intimate with him, and that was but, like the only intimate thing I could right. think of.
2: But wouldn't that be like a very beautiful full circle moment for you if you like just found a dude on Grinder who's like jacked and oiled up, and he would come over and just let him tickle, let, let you tickle him? But I'm not. That
1: wasn't what. <laughs> it wasn't the tickling that was turning the idea of the. Tickling I understand, but still,
2: just to it, be able right. to say that you fulfilled young Rob's fantasy.
1: There's a poetic tinge to it. <laughs> I feel yeah. like you want this for me more than I want this for you. <laughs> oh, for right. You right. <laughs> do it for Sid and do it for yeah. the story. Yeah. All right. Okay. Ne- next that. opportunity. Next <laughs> next muscle guy I hook up with. I like, look, <laughs> before you go, I just want you to know when I was a kid I had this weird thing where I want to tickle a muscle guy. Can
2: I just tickle you for wait, my wait, podcast? Wait. What's this before you go? That's the first thing that happens when <laughs> oh. he shows up. It's, it's probably here. like
3: it's probably like the seventeenth weird thing he's heard all day. You were yeah. talking about the stuff last week, remember? <laughs> they just make stuff up. What was it? I can't remember what the you said. They don't have no kids. They make stuff up because they have to- all the time on their hands. What was that? Well, this was
1: on our Patreon. On our Patreon, uh, right? Uh, I don't remember what it, what it was. It's a good Ooh. teaser. What it was exact? What <laughs> what sub fetish we were talking about exactly? But yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, it, I remember now, was <laughs> injecting your balls with saline. <laughs> with the, uh,
2: how could I forget? The yeah. comes in and tickles them. All right. <laughs> well, I,
1: I, I have not done that. I want to be clear. I want to put this into context. Yes. I'm just saying yes. this is an extreme thing. No, I would never. I would never inject myself with anything I'm not.
2: No, no, no. You I do inject not
1: like else. else. No, no. I can't do it. I, I mean, yeah. I can do it with something else, but. <laughs> I highly no, recommend no listening needles. to listening to that
3: last Patreon episode. It was I was cackling with laughter from that. It goes up on Monday. Yeah.
1: Definitely sign up and get access to that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon.com slash RIPLivecast. five bucks a month, gets you access to two bonus episodes every month, including so uh, uh this one coming up on Monday. It's basically a whole extra episode. We do a bunch of Links that we haven't gotten to. Most of them have like weird sexual things. One guy sued a woman for being uh in the friend zone. Uh Dusty Rhodes Buffler with a very important question that will interrupt my plug. Rob, would you tickle carrie Von Eric's prosthetic foot? Well, he wouldn't feel it. Right. Well, he's but dead, dead, I did, but the
2: foot still exists somewhere. I definitely had a crush
1: on Carrie von Eric though at the time that when he when he debuted as Texas Tornado, he was doing it for me.
3: Bit yeah. of a horse face.
1: Definitely, 100%.
3: In a good way, like Sarah Jessica Parker, or in a bad
2: way? <laughs> I th- I'd say a bad it way. It
1: works think, for him, I guess. I
3: think the, uh, the horse face works for her, too. I think she looks well, she's for her, pretty. Yes. She's very yes. pretty but is a horse face but i think for him
1: face. like he just had like he just looked like a stallion in every which way <laughs> like the he had teeth. the physique
2: of a stallion he had horse teeth yeah too. That yeah was when he when part. he
1: spoke it was re- he, he spoke like it was a, a big turn off just just sit yeah. there and look pretty yeah. he's a big dope
3: you know. <laughs> i can't really yeah. do a good
1: impression but it comes off
3: very dumb yeah also i want to say uh, in addition to the sex links uh, we we debuted a, a new song <laughs> meme. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. that, that you'll have to listen to. I'm hoping it can migrate over into this one, but I want everyone to see the Patreon first. Yeah, we'll it's play right, it next, We'll try to it, play it next week. It's right up there with uh, So
1: Cold in the D and several other songs and Smell and You My, dick. Neck, my and back. neck My Back. Which, by the way, well, uh, on the topic of My Neck My Back, I was walking my dog uh, the other morning. Oh, no. I and, can't imagine uh, where this is going. Uh, well, so... I walk my dog. There's a school like half a mile away from my uh, my place. And but the you're legally stop- not allowed to go by there, <laughs> Right. My train stop, the train stop for the school, like the children will have to cro- like pass my house to go to the school mm-hmm. uh, from the train stop. So there's like some small playground and it's like half hour before school starts or whatever. So it's like 730 in the morning, let's say. Uh, and these kids are just loitering. Well, I guess they're not. Loitering. I mean, they're in a public park. It's fine. Blasting Kaya, my neck, my back. These kids are like 15. And I, I, in, a, in a way, I was like, oh, are not you too young to be hearing this? In a way, it was like, it's so beautiful to see the, the next generation learning about the classics. Well, let me tell you, I, and I, I,
3: you know, as you know, I'm one, I'm one of my many hats that I wear is a softball umpire. And I do some of the high school games around New York mm-hmm. City. And I think and did I they mention- put their back into it. Well, uh, I've I've mentioned this off the air to you guys, but one of, they do these chants, like either in the dugout when the other, their teammate is up, they do a chant like you know, L E A D O F F, she's the lead off it. You pick them up because you do so many mm-hmm. of these games. So I know all these chants. One of the chants they did, they reappropriated the fucking Kaya song. It's like, you know, it, so and so's name is that bat. Hit the ball with the bat. Be- like it's just like that. Nice. They, ch- they changed the words around to be softball related.
2: That's awesome. Hmm. And the the version that you heard playing in the schoolyard, Rob, was it the edited version or the uncensored? No, uncensored blasting. blasting. Blast I was across the street from the park. I was and not... the
3: edited version is pretty dirty too. Did you start twerking,
2: yeah. Rob, when you heard it? You like against the and fence? I, <laughs> yeah just instinctively i couldn't help yeah. it <laughs> it's
1: like my my body has no control it's, just play <laughs> the song. it's, it's a trance really um
6: vagina <laughs> <laughs>
1: so glad we have that as a new soundbite her cat is
6: named vagina <laughs> and, and really we
1: have a whole year and a half Worth of new Trump soundbites to look forward to because oh clearly the media is going to give him as much of a platform as he wants. That that Dumb Town Hall did monster ratings. I think it did like three million people, which is unbelievably high for CNN. Like CNN gets like four hundred thousand people average an hour or, or less. So for that, they're going to have him back.
2: They're doing they're they're doing horribly, but better than uh, Dave Ellison's Spotify numbers still. So they at least have that going for them.
1: <laughs> That's, in fact, how they do their comparisons, like Fox News, <laughs> MSNBC. The Ellison a scale.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So what was, what was the top of the month thing that we did on our Patreon, by the Vagina. way? Vagina.
2: <laughs> was that the Clifford watch along or no?
1: No. Let's see. Let's go to our Patreon right now. Oh, the Metallica,
2: seventy-two seasons. Threshold oh of Threshold. yes, of
1: course. We watched, uh, we listened to, and watched some music videos from the new Metallica album, and we gave it a fair and honest review. Yes. So we hope you like it. And uh, then Jason
2: Yousted to... came came on and said we were wrong and we weren't. Yep. Yeah. Like, complimentary how enough.
1: <laughs> Just, he was great though, when we we had him on the show yeah. back in the day. So yeah, bless his heart. Bless his mother. Bless his father.
2: We should get him back on and see what else he'll defend.
1: Let's see uh, our Spotify music picks of the week. Every week we each pick a song. We throw in a Spotify playlist. We call it the RIP Alivecast Music Break. And uh, this week I went back since new metal is in vogue. It's very, uh, very like this weekend. Today in Las Vegas, there's a new metal festival called Sick New World. Oh god. System of a down is headlining. It's their what? only that's this is their only show they're playing apparently all year. Uh wow. and but then like every band is on there. Uh even like some indul- like uh ministry is on there. Mr. Bungle. So, so this is like a legit thing. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it was a live nation.
2: How come you're not going?
1: Uh well I didn't want to pay for it. It was like three hundred bucks for one day. Not but...
2: couldn't hook you up, they don't have any Slip not adjacent acts uh no
1: they could have hooked me up but i just i didn't uh you're
2: picking your spots picking my spots that's right
1: uh i don't want to go that bad but i would have gone anyway but with that and also with the uh uh all the disturbed stories that we've been uh, (laughs) uh uh talking about i was like you know, like, how did I ever, ooh, how did I ever like Disturbed? Like, it didn't, like, <laughs> did, did I ever like Disturbed? You know, like, what was wrong with me almost? And so I went back and I listened to the first Disturbed record, which, in terms of my fandom of Disturbed, was probably the peak of my fandom because I feel with every release, it felt like less and less good. Yeah. Uh, and I want to say that the first album, it does hold up. Uh, the weakest the weakest uh track on the album i think is stupefy because it's so silly you know it's become such a meme Mm -hmm. but what i remember really liking about disturbed at the time and really like there wasn't you know like i i knew that there were bands that i liked that weren't like great like i knew limp biscuit wasn't a great band but i just liked them because they were fun uh, but like System of a Down, I thought were great. Like it was actually great music. It was like a level above all the other stuff I was listening to. And I remember at the time feeling like this Disturbed stuff was also at that System of a Down level. And I'm, I'm listening to it now. And I think what it was is like this Disturbed record in a weird way is like the first time I ever heard power metal because it's very melodic. It's like the most power metal-y new metal album you will listen to. It's very melodic. He does clean singing, uh, and some of the stuff, like like his silly vocal style, works for some of it. It does not work for. <laughs> there's a few tracks that don't, but there's there's still like a, a few uh, really good so- songs. And the one that I picked was the one that always got stuck in my head: the game. So there you go, Triple David D. Rainman. It's not about time G-Rainman.
7: to play
2: the game. <laughs> I didn't know they covered Motorhead
1: but there there are really bad there's one song called and plates oh i remember <laughs> so bad
2: i remember making fun of that when that album came out. i
1: don't think i've ever heard a disturbed song other than a single
3: on the radio or something well you're missing anything
1: a lot of the songs on the sickness were singles so you're you're familiar with most of the record okay i remember so stupefy
3: was- i remember when we did our bcr radio show in college uh we did an on the spot, like ad lib parody of that song called Stupid Pots. And it was like the <laughs> <laughs> Russian guys just singing Stupid Pots. You are just one stupid Pots. What?
2: That's no. all I remember.
1: That's all I re- <laughs> Sid, what did you pick?
2: Uh, this is a weird one for me. I uh, was down some Wikipedia rabbit hole earlier this week and I discovered that two or three years ago, the pop singer Halsey did a song where the music for this song is just a sample of a track by the band Brand New. I guess she was a big fan of Brand New, and she sampled one of their like B-sides and just sang over it. It's a duet between Halsey and Alanis Morissette called Alanis's Interlude, and it's actually not bad. It's not bad for what it is, and it samples a really good Brand New song. I think Brand New is still canceled, or at least the lead singer is, so he's not...
3: He capitalizing
2: is. on this in any way but uh it's probably one probably of the only the songwriting yeah he got credit for it uh yeah. and it's not a terrible song it's very interesting so uh halsey is good that's she, she her last
1: album was produced by trent reznor yeah. and uh, atticus ross and she seems I to like have that. like
2: very good taste in music her own music hit or miss yeah but she's at least into cool shit
3: when you first said Brand New, I thought you you said Brand Nubian, like she did. Oh she, me.
2: <laughs> that would make more sense to me. Maybe that's on the next album. Yeah,
3: I should play some Brand Nubian. What's your pick? Or what did Aaron? you pick there?
2: Oh, well, I was on the
3: train the other day and I heard this dude. He came in with a bass, like an electric bass he was carrying around a little amp. And he started playing and singing a Bobby Caldwell song. And I was like, "Oh wow, I haven't heard that that guy in a while and I liked him like growing up." And stuff, and he's like a uh, a uh, an old soul singer, like from the seventies, just like soul and R and B, adult contemporary R and B. But I, I wound up like going to listen to his stuff, and I learned two things that I was unaware of. Uh, one of them is that he died in in March. Just oh March, wow, R. a legend. And the other thing is that he became a TikTok meme because there's a bunch of black people who would pl- like do a, a reaction to his songs and discover that he's a white guy. And I can't, it's all these black dudes going like, I can't believe this is a white guy singing this song. So Bobby Caldwell is a meme. Um, and the song I played was uh, what you won't do for love. And that's probably his biggest hit, which I usually stay away from doing, but it's such a definitive song. And it's also the song the guy was singing on the train. So I said, I should probably put the inspiration for me thinking about Bobby Caldwell. And that's a great song. Wonderful song, wonderful artist. And R.I.P. I had no idea that he died. I didn't even think he was that old, to be honest. He was 71. So I was completely unaware, and it got me listening to a lot of his shit again. He's like a solo Hall & sort of. Oh,
2: okay. But more,
3: more soulful, I would say. Like, less poppy and more soulful, but still poppy.
2: Dusty Rhodes Buffler in the chat says that he looks like Fisher Stevens, so I just looked it up, and yeah, it's not he does. not that far off. He looks a little bit like Stephen Colbert, I think. Also. <laughs> Slightly. So even beyond being white, he looks like the way he looks makes it even more unlikely that he would sound the way he yes. sounds. Yes,
3: he's like a geeky white guy. Yeah.
2: Like and Robin Thicke, I'd sort of believe, just based on how he looks, that he would maybe sound like that as a white guy. This guy, mm-hmm. not as much.
3: Yeah, you have to listen to it. It'll even enhance your shock even more. because guys just got one of the most smoothest wonderful voices you've ever heard in an R&B singer. He's also sampled by a lot of. He's like one of those guys that did so much stuff other than what mm. he put out like he wrote that you know that song next time i fall uh-huh. in love, Peter Cetera whatever. Yeah, yeah. He wrote that. He wrote a bunch of songs for other artists. Uh, he's been sampled a billion times by like Nas and Biggie Smalls and like all these other artists. He's like one of the most sampled R&B guys. Like he's more famous. The songs he's been sampled in are more famous than anything he did.
2: Huh. Very interesting. Yeah.
1: All righty. And of course, I want to talk about our top live cast fans of the week. If you want to throw us a few extra bones on Patreon, 10 bucks a month, gets you a shout out. At the end of the show, which is right now,
2: I think you know how you have to do this, Rob.
0: I just want to say, you know, Eric, uh, maybe you need to back off and stop talking about Benjamin and Denar. It's been 30 years. Maybe fuck off. And I tried to tell (laughs) Sam I am. I tried to tell Sam I am. Just give me a few minutes. I'll give me a few. I'll talk to my lawyers. The problems between me and Mindy Mays Kippa and they're going to be resolved. We can go to Shusus and resume the tour. But no, you know what Hugo to Lex tacos said to me. He said, "He said you're fired. You're worse than Lando Danks." And I said, "Lando Danks? You mean like the guy who c- got caught with Lacroix on Facetime?" And he said, "Worse. You're like Corey and Scotty H." And I said, "I'm no dog. I am no pig man." And I I went to Douglas and I said, "Who are you, Levison?" And he said, "Hey guys." It's Josh. All right.
1: That was a good one. That was our show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. I think we're also going to be on at 11 next week. Is that correct? Yes. So we'll see you then. Vagina.